It's time to swing into the golf world of today. I don't think I've had as much fun on a golf show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart, sponsored by TaylorMade. Terrific voice, and you have enthusiasm. Now your host, the director of fun. Give me that guy all day. He's the best. Keith Stewart. Good afternoon and welcome to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. Well, what do we have in store this week? How about the Mexico Open at Vidanta or the Palos Verdes Championship? I guess there'll be a Spanish lesson this afternoon there, Wade. We're going to be joined by fellow New Jersey PGA Pro and radio host John Muscari. The big cat is back out. Lots to talk about there. You know what? There's always lots to talk about. This is golf's most entertaining hour, the pro show. Let's roll. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop top, he says I'm gonna win big. Choose not to life of imitation. Distant us into the reservation. And we're off and running on a Friday afternoon here in beautiful New Jersey. At least the sun is out. Yes. You know, what a week that was. What a weird week. It was a weird week. Even when the sun's out, the temperatures are low. I what know. season is this? What year is this? <laughs> you know what? There's a lot. Of, I don't have answers to any of your questions. <laughs> I really don't. Rhetorical, I, I know. I know. Um, I got I to gotta rewind back to Sunday because we had a serious Sunday sweat going. Read the line. Um, it, we were close, man. Yeah. I tell you. It's yeah. just, it was one of those Sundays where you're grateful for when everything goes your way. And then, you know, sometimes you see one thing happens, a guy misses a chip or something and you go, well, you know, or a woman, you know, misses a putt and you're like, oh man, you know? So, I mean, how much closer do you want to get or how much do you want to prove that a PGA professional's perspective on predicting tournaments is going to, you know, is going to get you close all the time because the men's tournament, the Zurich classic, we get second place. We had Billy Ho and Sam Burns, Great run. They made a run. They, you know, there were six back going into Sunday, and they got it down to one stroke. But, I mean, you're talking about two top 12 players in the world they're going sure. against. I mean, I really didn't think they were going to fold their tents. And then I get done with that, and I got to go out to the to the left coast. We got the L.A. Open, and I've got Hannah Green in second, and I got Minji Lee in third. And, I, you know, it's just, it's just one of those weeks. It's one of those weeks. So, you know, we, we pack up our bags, we slam our trunk, and then we wake up Monday morning, and then we research – all of that is going into this week, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it's a really cool week in golf because we have two basically inaugural events. Now, one of them, the Mexico Open, has happened for a long time. It started first in 1944, but this is the first time it's on the PGA Tour. Got so it. it's a brand new golf course. We don't have any history to go by. We just have to kind of look at the thing and analyze the players, and you know, kind of kind of have to do my PGA thing and and figure it all out and look at the architecture and the grass and you all that. You do kind of. you. That's what you do. No, this is true. And then the ladies. Uh, stayed out in L.A. We talked about this last week, how the LPGA kind of kept them in the same city for two straight weeks, which I think is super vanguard on their part. You know, like, could you imagine if the PGA Tour was in like in the New York City area, like they played a Long Island course and then they played like a famous Jersey course Um, or even if it was just like New York, Philly, like back to back weeks. And you were like they were right there. Yeah. I mean, I I just think it's a really cool idea, especially in a big city like like L.A. And the ladies went a little uh, southwest of Wilshire, where they were, they were about uh, 30 miles away. And uh, uniquely enough, the world was transfixed on right around the corner from where this golf course is, where the LPGA mm-hmm. is playing the, uh, well, they're playing at Palos Verdes Golf Club at the Palos Verdes Championship. Um, it's like, I don't know, three quarters of a mile from where Tiger's crash was. Wow. Yeah, the same neighborhood. Wow. And 
I was digging into it and everything, and, and I remember from the crash how the how the roads were really crazy around there. Right, yeah. And it's all sorts of, like, unbelievable elevation changes and everything. But the LPGA, again, kudos. Not only did they, you know, pick two spots in L.A. and, and, and try to build this whole thing up from a marketing perspective and really sell the players in, in Hollywood, but they picked two classically designed golf courses. Right. Whereas the men, it's usually we go from TPC San Antonio to TPC uh, Wade to TPC Keith. You know, it's like sure. it's it's, you know, a little bit cookie cutter. And then we get a major and they're like, oh, we have Augusta National. And like everyone's like mind is blown, you know, by like good architecture. So it's um, it's kind of cool. And, you know, as a result, we'll get into leaderboards in a second. But as a result, you know, there's it's it's to me, it's kind of neat, you know, and uh, um, it's May. How about yeah, that? I know. It's May. You know, do you do Ozark at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight. Yeah. So back. They, we're, we're back in all of that. So it begs a question. I was thinking about this on the car over this afternoon. Okay. Right. Um, Marty Bird, the lead character there, you know, he's he uh, cleans money. He does. Know, he launders. Right. In, in a sense. And, um, you know, would you do could you do that? Um, morally could you do or. There, there, there's no specifics to my question. <sighs> okay. There's no parameters. <laughs> uh, I guess no, then. How about no? Let's just say no. All right. You know, I, I mean, all, the guests always get all these questions. I'm not big on unexpected trips to Mexico and, uh, you know, spending a couple weeks in a dungeon. So, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and say no. All right. Well, you know, I our guest this afternoon is a very good friend of mine, John Muscari. He's a launderer? No. <laughs> No, but he's been on the show before and he knows how to handle himself on the radio waves. He's a host with Anita Marks uh, weekly on Sunday mornings on ESPN radio over in New York City. So, you know, I couldn't just hit him with rapid fire. So I'm just I was testing out a little would you rather there. Oh, okay. you know, would you rather launder money or not? You know, I just, <laughs> or I'm just, not. I'm just <laughs> I'm just testing you. So we're going to get into it with him this afternoon. And there's a lot of current events going on in golf. Which reminds me, the, the schedule for the next couple of weeks is going to be crazy fun. Uh, next week, I'm going down to D.C. for the Wells Fargo. We're going to cover that. Um, it's not at its normal spot in Charlotte because the President's Cup there is, okay. folks. So if you're looking for Quail Hollow next week, everybody, for the Wells Fargo, it's historic site over the last you know decade or so. Hey, we're not going to be there. We're going to be at just outside D.C. and we're going to be checking that out. Um, we're going to be there twice in two months because we got to go down for the ladies KPMG um, PGA women's PGA championship in the end of June. There could be worse but, places to go twice. Yeah. In, and then for months, the LPGA takes a week off and then they're here in New Jersey, uh, doing the cognizant founders cup, which you'll remember. You're like, didn't that just happen? And like it did, it was in October, but they needed a new spot on the schedule. So they put it here in May, which I think is a good spot, good slot for it. New Jersey. Um, they go, so they're going to go from LA to New York, which I think is great for the LPGA. So we're going to sure. be, we're going to be up at Upper Montclair. Great golf professional there, New, New Jersey PGA guy, legend, Michael Holiday. Um, he'll be hosting the ladies that second week in May. And then the third week, it's off to Tulsa for the PGA Championship, which, you know, Tulsa was in the news yesterday. Oh, they were. The big cat. The okay. big cat was in town, right? I mean, it, it, it's amazing to me. You wonder when a guy like that is like, man. I can't move anywhere without people knowing where my plane goes. I mean, it's almost like they, they can't do a sequel to A Few Good Men. Right. Because you remember how, you know, Colonel Jessup doctored, the, you know, the flight plans and everything. You know, sure. like Do Tiger can't get around that stuff. No, you know, it's true. <laughs> you can't handle the flight plans of Tiger. So, you can't handle the flight plan. Yeah, I mean, honestly. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, uh, honestly, is that not one of the top 10 greatest scenes of all time? Without question. Uh, you know? Without question. Hey, uh, it's got to be by them all too, by everyone that's seen. Even Tom Cruise. I want the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you can't handle it. Then it just goes off. Some words we can't repeat right now. <laughs> you want me on that wall. Anyway. You want, yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It goes deep for sure. But uh, a cool little thing. PGA Pro, Kerry Cosby, the director of golf there, got to caddy for Tiger. And then Tiger's always hanging out with his buddy, Rob McNamara, who travels with him, is you know, kind of his traveling secretary, his Costanza of sorts. And he, um, his, <laughs> Carrie's sure son. I'm he would appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, wow. Carrie's son, um, who's 13 years old, golfer, right? Uh, he got the caddy for Rob. So the two of them, they went out for five hours or whatever and played golf. Well, watched Tiger Woods yeah, play golf yeah, around Southern awesome. Hills. Uh, just an amazing story yesterday, but it has everybody going nuts. And, you know, I was thinking about this and, you know, thinking about sons and everything. My son was all happy last night because the Sixers won. Yeah, they did. Right. And I went to him just because I, I love to test people. Now, I don't ask trick questions, but mm-hmm. I love to test people, sure. right? So I go to him last night. I go, it's game six. You have a 3-2 lead. He's a huge Sixers fan. I go, you going to win tonight or what? And he's like, we're going to win tonight. I go, would you bet on it? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, how much? I go, would you bet five bucks on it? Right. And he was like, do I have to give you the money? I go, well, yeah. You know, I mean, this is great parent. This is parenting 101. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We'll edit this out for the podcast. <laughs> anyway, so he's like, he's like, yes. He's like, I love the Sixers. They're going to win tonight. I said, all right, fine. You know, and they blew them out last night, which was right. great. But what I started thinking about was I go, like 450 days ago, whatever the number is, right? Tiger Woods almost dies, mm-hmm. right? And he's already played a golf tournament, and now he's planning on playing another one. And we can't get Ben Simmons to play basketball. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? And a, yes. a bunch of people. I actually saw a meme about that on social media. Oh, like, you probably I mean, saw the same one. Oh, and that's what sparked my thought. Yeah. I was like, I started thinking about it. I go, you know, when he played for the Sixers, my son loved him. And I've had to talk him off the ledge. You know, I'm like, we're not we're not fans of Ben Simmons. Anymore, no, I okay? can't. I, we're not I, doing this anymore. No. Right? And then when he went to Brooklyn, even better. OK, so it's done. It's over with. Right. We don't need to discuss it anymore. But. I started thinking about it. I go, this guy almost lost his leg and you can't stop him. <laughs> I forget the fact that he played in the Masters, right? But the fact that, you know, when he was in the press conference, he goes, I have done something to try to recover every single day. Yeah. Right. So you go from not being able to walk for three months or four months, whatever it was, to getting to the point where he wanted to play with his son in the PNC. And he's like, I'll do it even though I'm going to use a cart. Right. Right. Like, right. Yeah. like, the. <laughs> Imagine the, the, the polar opposite. That's on mind. this side. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Simmons on this side. Uh, I mean, honestly, uh, here's my hot take on that. I don't know that that guy will ever play another game. No, you don't. With all due respect yeah, to Kobe, right, yeah. I, I think Kobe would come back from the grave and play another NBA game sooner than Ben Simmons would be able to handle it. It's unbelievable. Can we, can we quote you on that? Yeah. <laughs> well, you just did. You just did. That's for sure. All right. Let's get to the leaderboards before I give you any more hot takes this afternoon. Uh, Mexico open at Vidanta, right? A, a quick aside, by the, you know, just for a moment, mm-hmm. um, they're using a golf course that was designed by Greg Norman. Oh, yeah, real. Yeah, okay. That's like the third time or the second time in a month. So, you know, just throwing it out okay, there. Just throwing it out there. Greg's always around, you know. <laughs> I'm sure the I'm sure the update will will get him on that. So, um, not much of a field down there. There's not many notables uh, to begin with, but we do have the number two player in the world, John Rahm. He's there for some reason. Puerto Vallarta. He's down there, and uh, he opened up with a seven birdie clean card yesterday, 64. Mm. He's in first place with six other guys. So obviously. Um, uh, the golf course was playing tough. Uh, I'll get to my yeah. usual stats in a second. But uh, tied for seventh, there's another four guys. Aaron Wise leading that charge there at six under 65. A couple notables. There aren't many here. We've got Gary Woodland. He's tied 21 at four under. And uh, back at even par, you've got T78. You've got your other two guys that are in the top 25 in the world ranking that are there alongside Rom. There's three total. That's Finau and, Ant- and Abe Answer shot. 
even par. Uh, 77 guys under par in the first day. Uh, just goes to show you this golf course is extremely long and nobody cares. Okay. <laughs> they, Two things to learn. Yeah. If there's no wind and you don't make it like if you if you don't make it firm and fast, which this is a resort course, so they're not there's no real way to trick this up. Um, it's going to be a birdie fest. The PM wave did have a little bit of did have a little bit of wind. So they were about a little over a shot, not a shot and a half, but just a little bit less than a shot and a half um, worse in average scoring than the morning wave. Um, all that will even out after 36 holes. And, uh, you know, it brings up the question, you know, with, with no big names there, like how about a bye week? Right. You know, and there was a story that broke this morning. There were the PGA is considering going back to a smaller schedule in the fall because I think they're getting a lot of pressure from the players and the pack got together like the players advisory council or whatever. They were together right after the masters or something like that. And the story broke, I think it was Rex Hoggard. He does a great job getting these, getting this information out there. And, and he was just saying that, you know, they're finally at a point like, Hey, you know, like 53 weeks a year is a lot. Yeah. You sure. know, even though there's always guys that will play, right. It's really hard for these guys to figure out the, like the main guys to figure out their schedules, right? The logistics of everything too. Right. I mean, is yeah. it really, is it really what we want when there's three of the top 25 in the world playing, and we're just trying, you know, we're in major season and everything. And you look at yeah. last week, the Zurich thing, very cool team event and everything. But, you Isn't know, again, it. not not an official world golf ranking event. Um, you know, all all of that involved. It it, it begs the discussion. And, um, you know, you look at the LPGA. We'll get to their leaderboard now. But at the Palace Verdes Championship, the ladies, they take weeks off from time to time. They let yeah. them travel. They let them regroup. And as a result, you start to look at there. And, you know, I think they have. Well, I did it for, I think it was 21 of 25 top players in the world. Okay. You know, like seven of the top 10 in the Rolex rankings. So, you know, I would have wrote that and read the line. I think that was the number off the top of my head. But um, they're going to these classic golf courses. They're 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 really doing a good job of promoting their players. They did the double thing in L.A. And Minji Lee, who I love, had her last week. We got her again this week. She leads off with 63, which is eight under there at Palos Verdes Golf Club. Uh, a little 31-32 nines she had eight birdies and a clean card and not to be outdone the number one player in the world Jin Young Ko she shot seven under um she had six birdies in a row on the front nine wow so she's number one player in the world memo to Wade she's good she's she's very very she's good. good uh a couple good. They, they they uh let's see tied third we had three ladies at six under 65 Charlie Hall uh Moira Jutanagarn and Jennifer Chang. And then uh, notables, Megan Kang, friend of the show. She was T8. Lydia and Lexi, you're no, the uh, Lydia Co. Lexi Thompson, they shot two under at 69. And Danielle Kang and New Jersey's Marina Alex mm -hmm. shot one under 70. They're tied for 37th. I bring up Marina because she's going to come on next week. Oh, nice. And uh, New Jersey native, grew up in North Jersey, North Jersey Country Club. Uh, has a win on the LPGA Tour. She's had a great start to her season. A couple top 10s already. She had a top 10 last week there at Wilshire Country Club. Um, I like her chances this week. Smaller, shorter golf course. Accuracy a little bit more important. So I, I like her to pop this week and have a very nice finish. So we're going to talk to her next week in advance of the week after the Cognizant Founders Cup being here. And she'll be playing there. And um, cool. it's pretty cool. One of the cool story with the ladies that I like, 16-year-old. Um, Lefty Anna Davis with the bucket cap that won the Augusta National Women's right, Amateur this right. year, the third edition of that. She shot even par yesterday in her first ever LPGA event. She's from Southern California, so it makes sense that she got a sponsor's ex exemption there. 16 years old. Man. Shoots even par. There you go. 
You know, I mean, it's amazing. I, it's <laughs> what if I was doing at 16 years old, wasn't that? <laughs> I, I tell you, I go to my kids' rooms, they're 12 and 14, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, could I? How come like you're on our tour could you, Yeah, could you keep score? <laughs> it is what it is. We, we have them here in New Jersey. I can't wait to see it. And, then, uh, you know, maybe they'll throw a sponsor's exemption there, too, as well. Sure. Anna Davis, what a great story in golf. And you know who else creates great stories in golf? That's our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. The charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. Led by PGA professionals, programming for youth, military veterans, and individuals with special needs provides the opportunity to experience the game in a welcoming environment. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. Quarter past three here in New York. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Be back in a moment with New Jersey golf professional John Mascari. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop chop, he says I'm going to win big. Choose not to like. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin Mahente. All NFL players get paid a lot. You're not going to get paid more than me, though, because I'm the guy when it comes to clearing it out. Y'all take care of business. Spoken like a true wide receiver. Way to go, Roscoe (laughs) Jenkins, team of me. Mar, his name is first on the show, so we get it. You know, we get it. Me, Sean, as they like to call me, for those that don't know me. But anyway. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio or streaming live on the ESPN app. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming led by PGA professionals. So individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. An exciting new development is coming soon as the Inspiration Golf Range on the campus of the Lions VA Medical Center in Somerset County will serve as a new golf training facility for Special Olympics New Jersey, as well as the new home site for the PGA Hope, a rehabilitative golf program for veterans. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, please visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. That's NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or 732-465-1212. Time to get back on course as the pro show continues. Great show and great questions. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You're listening to ESPN 920. Life's in slow motion. Feet are in the clay. I'm fired up this afternoon to be joined by an award-winning golf professional, leader, coach, and friend. John Mascari does so much for golf, it's inspiring. Even with all of his accomplishments, mentor Mascari won't rest as he always looks for a little more to do for the golf world. Now, I know I have his attention with this playlist, so let's get him on the air. Don't want to wait anymore for Mr. Mascari. Johnny, welcome to the Pro Show. How are you doing this afternoon? Hey, Keith. How are you? You having a good day so far? Oh, man. Any better, I'd be twins. You know that. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Dude, well, let's jump right into it, okay? Golf season is about to just drop full force here in New Jersey. It's May 1st over the weekend. I know you're up there, director of golf at Alpine Country Club. You're doing your thing, but you you do so many different things. So you you have your you have the pulse of the golf industry. 
and I, I just want to start with, what is it exactly that has you most excited in 2022? And let's start with work. Let's start with the club. What's going on at Alpine that has you fired up to start the season? Well, it's, uh, it's been a great offseason. It's been challenging in ways, but still a great offseason, Keith, and we're, we're excited to be back up and running. Uh, we had some unfortunate damage at the club during a hurricane at the end of last year, which forced us to close down our clubhouse, but it is completely rebuilt. We had a huge party the other night. It's great. It's better than ever, and it's given us an opportunity to reimagine the space, so we're planning on putting some indoor simulators, a big bar downstairs, really make it a fun place to come and hang out. And that really gets me excited uh, for what's upcoming with Alpine. We also had the opportunity to bring on a, a tremendous, tremendous golf instructor as part of our team, Jonathan Yarwood, Ooh. Who's, who's a top 100 teacher, uh, is uh, hanging his hat here at Alpine now. And uh, if you know anything about Jonathan, you know that he's worked with uh, some fantastic players. He has a major... U.S. Open winner under his uh, tutelage, uh, gold medal winner, uh, LPGA major winner. As you know, I think uh, everyone knows he works with Nelly and Jessica Corda. So it's really cool to have someone of his ilk around. I'm trying to just get some osmosis going into my brain as far as his golf swing knowledge. So I, um, I'm looking forward to just having him around and, and, and having a great staff again, which is fantastic. I'm very blessed in that manner. Man, so what, a lot going on at Alpine. What a cool combination. I mean, between your creativity and his experience in teaching, I, I can't wait to see what kind of like player development programs you guys come up with up there. All right, so you bring up Jonathan teaching tour players, right? What's it, what, what excites you right now? We're about a quarter in. We looked at the you know, first quarter earnings there on the PGA Tour. Some things have worked out that we expected and some things that we didn't expect. But as we now get into major season here, this like 100-day war between Augusta and the Open Championship at St. Andrews, right? What are you into right now? Well, you know what really is great about what we're seeing in golf is the parity of the players. I just think there's so many great young players. You talk about Scotty Scheffler, Cameron Smith, uh, Sam Burns, Joaquin Neiman, uh, Sung J.M. from all over the planet as well. It's really a global game, truly. But the youth movement is just fantastic, and it's really great to see that golf is going to be in a great spot for many years to come. And even people like Rory. I mean, how great was Rory's last round at Augusta? Maybe that gives him a little bit of a recharge and a, and a, um, you know, a pump up getting into the season. So I'm looking forward to all these great players shuffling. I, I can feel like the rankings list is going to be shuffling around like a dealer in Atlantic City, back and forth, back and forth with going up, going down. It's just going to be a great year for golf on the PGA Tour. Yeah, one of the things that I, I keep paying attention to that really has my interest is that there's so much competition for the number one player in the world on both the men's and the women's side. You know, And everyone made a big deal about when Scheffler kind of jumped into the top five, that the top five players on the men's side were all under 30 for the first time and how cool that was. But on the ladies' side, you know, when Nelly gets back healthy, you know, speaking of Jonathan again, but, you know, he when she gets back healthy and, and she's playing again and their majors are kicking in, her and Jin Young Ko and all the young players that are over there, you know, I handicap the ladies' side and I'm always looking at the different ages and I'm like, is there anybody over 30 on this tour? I'm like, it's unbelievable. So to me, that's what makes it so cool is that um, we can call it parody, we can call it competition at the top, but it, in either way, there's so much drama every Sunday. I mean, it's like must-see TV. Right. It's, it's the great thing that the NFL has figured out as well. Parity is good for business. 
right? You're never out of it. It's good. There could be a new winner every weekend, and it's great for golf. It's great. It's a great opportunity for these golfers as well, and uh, it's just going to be an exciting on both tours. Well, you know what? It's great opportunity for storytellers like you and I in the golf space. So for my listeners, it's been a while since you've been on. So give us a little background on what you're doing right now currently to kind of, you know, spread the love around the golf industry. Yeah. So we we started out, uh, as you know, we do um, I do a radio show like yourself on um, 98.7 ESPN in New York City with my good friend Anita Marks and Christina Thompson. This is our fifth season doing that show. So we started it off Masters Weekend. That's on the 98.7 Sunday mornings at uh, 7 o'clock. But we're also on the new, brand new, I guess about two days old, the ESPN New York app. So you can listen anytime you want. So if Sunday mornings doesn't work for you, you can jump on the app and listen to our show at your leisure. So that that takes up a good chunk of my uh, my personal free time, but you know as I mentioned before, we're we're kind of drinking from a fire hose here at Alpine. Things are full bore. Junior golf is starting, so we're doing a lot with that, and um, my involvement in the New Jersey PGA as well. So I do a lot of stuff for our section with telling our story, with getting uh, the public involved, and and as the PR chairman for our section, Keith and. There's a lot of good stuff going on in New Jersey, that's for sure. Well, there's no doubt about that, and that's why you're here this afternoon. And, folks, if you're wondering who I'm talking to here on the Pro Show, it's John Muscari, New Jersey golf professional, uh, director of golf up at Alpine, radio host, jack of all trades. There's no doubt about that. And I want to touch upon On the Tee for a second because I think it's a cool show. But for my listeners, I want you to break down. What is it that you guys kind of talk about with Anita and Christina, you know, week in and week out um, when you're covering golf? Yeah, so it's sort of a recap of the week that we just passed um, the week prior. And then we are, you know, being on a Sunday, it's fantastic because we could talk about the final round of whatever tournament weekend uh, we're, we're at. So we kind of cover the, the, the men's tour and we have a great segment on the ladies tour as well. So we, we knock that out right away. And then we kind of see what's going on in the world of golf. And it's a nice little conversation between the three of us. And I think Anita and I maybe have agreed three or four times on, on most of the topics. So it's good for banter, but we like to just kind of bring to the front, any of the stories that are going on in the, in the world of golf, much like you do Keith, and just kind of give our opinions and, and talk. And we get some great uh, feedback from our listeners who hit us up on social media with their commentary. So it's a nice big banter and, it's just become a uh, a fun place just to talk about golf and talk about uh, what's going on with friends. Well, you speak of stories there, and there's been a bunch since the start of the year. And uh, let's have some rapid fire fun here. Let's go through a couple of these different things, and I want to get your opinion, and we'll see if you and I agree or disagree. We'll we'll see how it goes. But I got <laughs> I got to start. I got to start. I know I know you are a very proud Callaway staff member, right? We got to talk about your boy Phil. All right. What is going on there? I mean, you, I know you're tight with a lot of the Callaway people. Is there any insight? I mean, has Phil completely lost his mind or, you know, I mean, like what's going on there? But like, can you can you help try to put all of this in perspective? Because I, I just don't get it. <laughs> I have so many questions about the whole Phil thing. You know what I mean? It's like, what has he been doing? Like he's from what I hear, Bryson said he's like gone completely dark. Like, no one's heard from him. No one, they, there was some video of him playing at Rancho Santa Fe the other day. I know uh, he's been doing some skiing. He filed for release to play in the the uh, the first uh, live, live, sorry, live golf tournament in yeah. London. Yeah. So that that's kind of at the top of the list, right? Is this 
how come we haven't heard anyone else? Like he's really been the only one that we've heard. But you know, Sports Illustrated has said that almost 15 guys in the top 100 have already kind of applied for that release from the PGA Tour. He's a defending PGA champ, right? So he's got to hopefully going to play in Tulsa at um, Southern Hills. I just I, I can't figure him out. I can't figure out if it's what he's saying, what he's doing, how many events is he going to play in on this new tour? Who's going to come with him? Um, you know, <laughs> it's like a, I don't know. I wish I, I wish I could give you answers, Keith, but I can't. I mean, it cracked me up the other day. You would have thought there was like the sighting of the Sasquatch, you know, like when people had like video of his back, like teeing off on one hole and then he like scurried away and it was like, did we see him or was it the Loch Ness monster? We don't know. You know, like it's like, and then you bring up the PGA, right? So um, we're going to have, some, I'll have some fun. You know, I love to have some fun here. All right. I'm, I'm going to make you, you could be either Seth Waugh, who's the CEO, CEO of the PGA of America, or you could be Jim Richardson, the president, right? So Phil comes to you and he says, "Hey, I'd I'd like to defend my title, right? You are are you good with that? I mean, oh boy, you know, there's there's something to be said about having the defending champ. He's got to be able to defend his title. But you know, if I'm Jim, I'll put myself in Jim's shoes. He's really throwing a monkey wrench into all that is golf, and whether it's good or bad from his point of view." It's disturbing and it's making some people uncomfortable. Um, but I would let him play if it's if it's my decision, Phil. You're the defending champ. You're you can certainly uh, you'll be playing. Now maybe a different story if he wasn't the defending champ, but he is. And uh, talk about having a target on your back. Well, I know there's one guy you'd let play, and that's the guy that was there yesterday for a practice round. I mean. I mean, I would love to know. I mean, does like we were talking about this in the first segment, right? Does like Tom Cruise have people at every like air tarmac checking flight plans? You know what I mean? Like who's landing where and everything. It's like it's unbelievable. Like we always know where Tiger's plane's going. You know, it's it's crazy. And, uh, you know, PGA pro Kerry Cosby was caddying for him yesterday, took him around Southern Hills. So Tiger and Phil in the PGA, you and I are PGA professionals. Seems to me like ever since we moved to May, we've kind of stepped in it, man. I mean, the, our event has become like the, just the ultimate golf event of the year. You look at last year with Phil and the first event with fans really back. And then, you know, now this year we're going to have Tiger and Phil in the same place, probably. I mean, how do you set those press conferences up? Oh, my goodness. Well, maybe you have to kind of put Phil with some around some of the players that might not be as uh, outspoken as some others. But it's going to be exciting the crowds are going to be amped. It's going to be great. It's obviously a fantastic golf course. Um, but I was really, I, I listened to a great interview with, with Carrie, who you, who you mentioned just before about caddying for Tiger this past uh, couple of days ago. And he was just saying how he, he hit almost every shot perfectly. He, he missed really nothing left. He just kind of maybe leaked a few out to the right and Got some good updates from him about all the Gil Hans changes that they did at, at uh, Southern Hills. And the most important part was he kind of felt okay coming off the course. Oh. Right? So that's, uh, you know, he said he had a little bit of a limp. I guess, listen, his gait is changed, right? His <laughs> his body is changed. So I would think so, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. And it's, I guess, again, another step as we get closer to the, the one major that I think he can really compete in, and that's the uh, the Open Championship. At St. Andrews. 
All right. Along these lines, let's amp it up a little bit. I want to get a couple hot takes from you. All right. Let's just start. We'll start with Tiger. Will he win again? Will he win another major again? I think he'll win one more major. Okay. So that covers the Sam Snead record as well then. All right. How about let's, let's, let's shift gears here. Let's go Bryson. Right. Okay. How about Bryson? What's his story? Do you think he comes back anytime soon? Yeah, I think he will. I, you know, it's always funny. You listen to – he feels like he wants to hit it even longer now. He's been <laughs> hanging out with a bunch of these long, long drive guys. I think he needs to maybe just dial it back a bit. You know, we always talk about how he can pound it, but sometimes it goes everywhere. Um, I think he's just too good of an athlete not to uh, to figure this out. So Bryson, I guess we can call it 3.0, will be back soon and – I think you'll see him in the winner's circle more than maybe you would have thought a few uh, a few months ago. All right, I got one more good one, and then we got to take a quick break. But the okay. live the live golf investments tour. All right, this um, Greg Norman tour, for lack of a better phrase. Right. Right. Do you think we'll see it again in 2023? Yeah, I think you will. I think they're pretty much saying that they're going to at least do two years of it um, with. Uh, 10 events, I believe, in 23, and then they're going to see how it goes from there. It's going to be an interesting dynamic with who's going, how the PGA Tour feels about that, what the – listen, they're going to be in our backyard, Keith. They're coming here. Oh, yeah. Coming to New Jersey. Oh, yeah. So we're going to get a front-row seat from this. And you, you and I are the same. Where change isn't bad. No. So could this be an opportunity – for the PGA tour to maybe do things a little differently. You know, they're doing this draft beforehand where it's like a fantasy draft where you snake back and forth and put your team together. And I think there's some, we're going to learn some things about the, about golf and, and how to make it better. Very similar to I'm dating myself here, but the, you remember the XFL when it first came out? Oh yeah. I, I lived in Orlando. I had season right. tickets. Oh my God. Right. Oh, this is crazy. But, but, oh yeah. But if you think about some of the things that the NFL does today came from the XFL. Well, I'll give you a golf analogy, right? Or, um, a case study, right? How about when Fox first covered the USGA events and they brought out drone footage and they were, you know, they were using all sorts of tracers to follow the ball so people could enjoy the coverage more. And now you don't see a shot on TV that doesn't either have a drone footage, you know, or or it doesn't have the top tracer line or something like that. So I, I think it's all good and I'm with you on all of that. But you know what we also have to be with is is good partners with all of our friends. So let me take a quick break here, John. I know you're going to stay for more, maybe the whole show even. I mean, you and I together, uh, two peas in a pod. I can't wait to do it some more. So up next, more with New Jersey PGA's PR leader, John Muscari. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Mike Greenberg is... Greeny. Chris Paul is one of those guys whose numbers, if you look at them, are so good that they almost seem made up. But, you know, he was never on the best team all those years in New Orleans, wasn't able to go to the Lakers, winds up on the Clippers. Then they fell short. But now here he is, the veteran presence on this otherwise very young Phoenix team. It would mean everything to his legacy. Greeny with Mike Greenberg. Weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and watch exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. Is there a better feeling than winning a bet? Take it from a professional, a PGA professional like Keith Stewart. When it comes to wagering on golf, you need to know more than analytics. Stats are just a description of a player's habits. But what causes those habits to repeat? 
There are other elements you need to consider to raise your betting acumen. If you're the type of person who loves to learn and earn by wagering, then you must read the line. With an easy-to-understand newsletter format, in five minutes a week, you can bet with confidence, knowing the picks are made by a golf professional. Golf betting lacks an expert voice. Read the Line brings over 25 years of experience in the golf industry to every prediction. Players are not an exact science, and neither is betting. But when you consider the human element of the game alongside facts and figures, you'll be able to elevate your winning reputation. Go to ReadTheLine.com to subscribe, read, and win. That's ReadTheLine.com. you got a great voice for radio. Time to get back on course. Face for radio. I, I get a lot of that, too. As the pro show continues, once again, Keith Stewart. It's the Pro Show, and I'm Keith Stewart. Welcome back to our conversation with John Muscari. You know you're listening to New Jersey's ESPN 920. Now, I've watched John grow as a golf professional for over a decade. In that time, I've also learned he has a fun side. So let's get his reaction to this one. No better way to intro a boy from the five boroughs than with the boys. That's right. We're talking about Ed Koch and John Muscari in the same sentence. Johnny, welcome back to the pro show. You know I had to hit you, man, with that one. I appreciate that very much. Always puts a smile on my face. Yeah, almost like popcorn does, right? Yes. (laughs) Speaking of which, our Rangers are looking pretty good, my friend. One game to go, and then it's a playoff run. What do you think? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling real good. We're resting players now. We've got one more uh, tilt tonight against the Caps. And then it's uh, we've got to figure out who we're playing against, and it's, it's uh, pedal to the metal. I'm, I'm really excited about the team. They're young. They've got great goaltending, and as you know, goaltending wins championships. So let's uh, let's grab some popcorn and go for a long, long ride. Oh man. I, I would love to have some popcorn with you. That's for sure. And one thing, you know, everyone, of course, they know when we get together on the radio that we're going to talk a little Rangers, but on a scale of one to ten, Chris Drury, give me give me a grade. Solid eight. I like that. I like that. Solid eight. I think you know he started out a little iffy with the Buchnevich trade. Uh, a lot of people were upset with that. Plus, it didn't help that the guy that they got, Sammy Blaze, got hurt right away, so he was on the shelf all year. So, and Buchnevich is having a great season in St. Louis, but excellent work on the trade deadline, uh, getting some great uh, pieces. They're already talking about re-signing Andrew Kopp as their priority moving into next year. He's a great uh, two-way center. It might be the end of Ryan Strom, but uh, we'll see what happens this offseason. But let's focus more on the uh, the playoffs. Worry about uh, next year, next year. You know what? What does Boomer always say, right? One shift, one period, one game at a time, baby. That's it. We're in it. For, you, I know we're in it for the long haul. Um, I love what Drury's done with the team, and I'm excited about it. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Talking about being excited, right? And you mentioned this earlier, the New Jersey PGA, you are a board member and you are the public relations chair. So um, the this, I mean, this is the lifeblood of New Jersey golf. These are all the golf course operators. These are your general managers and, of course, your head golf professionals and directors of golf at all the different clubs. You sit on the board that kind of governs that association of, of our section here in New Jersey. And I'm wondering, what do you have up your sleeve? Because I know I know you are such a creative guy and that's what. That's why you and I have so much fun when we're together. But what do you have lined up for this year for the golf audience here in New Jersey that's going to promote these guys and gals that are doing all the work in golf? Yeah, we're doing some some cool stuff, Keith. And 
it starts off with just kind of highlighting what we do and who we are and just telling our story. And that starts with playing golf in tournaments. It starts by volunteering at some great places like um, the Inspiration Golf Range, which we run in conjunction with the New Jersey Golf Federation in Lyons, New Jersey, open to the public, but really helps uh, veterans and juniors and, and um, people with uh, uh, physical challenges. It's really a great opportunity for us to give back to our community. But, you know, from our perspective and in, in the PR department of the New Jersey PGA, we want to we want to tell you what we do. We want to show what we do. We want to get you excited about what we do. And frankly, we want to even recruit. We want people to come and join us. We want people to come into the golf business, be a part of all the great things that we do, be a part of this industry that you and I have both uh, owe so much to in our lives. And we want to tell our story maybe a different way. So we're going to do some great videos. We're going to, we had a, uh, at the pro pro, we had a quick blackjack, little blackjack tournament with some of the, uh, the participants where if they beat the dealer, they got a softball question. If they lost, I gave them a little more difficult question. So we're trying to go outside the box with some of our, our material and our content. And we've got some fun stuff coming up for the season. But right now, as, as you mentioned, everyone's kind of digging their feet in, getting ready. Um, we've got a lot of tournaments coming up, pro-ams, um, all sorts of stuff. And this is going to be a great year for golf. It's, you know, the last two have been unbelievable, and I think it's just going to continue. Well, I mean, when it comes to outside the box, certainly John Muscari, who we're talking to this afternoon, director of golf up at Alpine Country Club. I mean, you have led the way. You know, I mean, when it comes to the mold, you know what I mean? We should create it behind you and break my mold, but that's fine. That's a story for another day. What I love about what you do is that you're always looking for different ways with which to kind of advance our role as golf professionals. And I go back to the fact that, you know, you do the work that you do with Anita in the show there and that you're always talking about current stories and everything. So, you know, maybe it would be inspiring if we learned a little bit more about your story. How did you hook up with Anita and how are you? I mean, obviously it was inside you that you wanted to, you know, create your own narrative around the game. But how did you connect all that together? Because a lot of times, you know, people are they have these transitional thoughts, but they don't know how to take the first, second and maybe even the most important, the third step to get there. It's, you know, it came together, Keith, really oddly. Um, Anita and I have a mutual friend, Tina Servacio, who does, um, is a sportscaster with Fox. And uh, she reached out to me and said, my friend wants some golf lessons. Could you help her out? I'm like, great. You know, I knew Anita's name by growing up in the area and knowing her and listening to the radio like a uh, true sports fan that I am. So I'm like, sure, this will be great. And we hit it off on the lesson team. We had a great time. We improved her swing really quick. We had a lot of fun. We were laughing like we were old friends. And she's like, I want to do a golf show on ESPN radio. There's no golf content. Do you want to co-host with me? And I couldn't get the word yes out of my mouth quickly enough because it's something that I felt really comfortable talking about and doing. I thought it'd be fun. It'd just be like us sitting on the range talking. It would be very natural. And it's always come easy for me to talk about stuff that I have passion about and that I love. So it's been a great show. You know, I had to learn a lot about radio and how to project and how to not stumble over her words and stuff, but it's been something that she's helped me out with and it's been a great success. And we've uh, expanded that into um, 
some video stuff where we're going on uh, the, believe it or not, the Pro Football Network. So Anita has a lot of NFL experience. You probably saw her all over ESPN during the draft the last day. But PFN has now dedicated a golf channel or a golf segment to their network, which um, we're in conjunction with Superbook. And we're going to be doing some content around all the four majors, around the FedEx Cup. We have the President's Cup this year. So looking forward to that whole nother element. You know, I always said I had a face for radio, so I guess I'm going to have to uh, figure out how to get on the TV now. Well, hey, <laughs> do you ever go back and listen to five years ago? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's cringing. <laughs> cringy <laughs> cringy that's, it's like oh my god i sound like that yeah that, I, you know we hear the word cringy a lot lately I, it's like it's as popular as the word gaslight you know i mean i it, it's it's <laughs> it's unbelievable but you know i think about it um you know there's a, there's so many people that have that are creative that are golf professionals in the in our space in our industry in our ecosystem or whatever you know and, and i love having people like you on who will are willing to share their story and be transparent and let everybody kind of in and say hey you know like you can do a lot of things because i think the number one selling point of being a golf professional or being a pga member is that you look at the variety of things and opportunities that people have in front of them because of the golf industry I mean, could you share a story about something unique, you know, like maybe someplace recently you traveled or did something or whatever, just because, you know, you were giving back to the game and, and you were dedicated in being a PGA member and, you know, being an ambassador for golf. Yeah, it's been um, unbelievable how many doors the PGA of America and the PGA membership has opened for me. Um, you know, a kid who grew up in New York playing golf at public golf courses and, you know, now I'm, I, I played on Monday at Michael Jordan's course, the Grove. <laughs> so wow. you, you, I would have never have thought that I'd be able to be around these golf courses and frankly around the people that, I mean, that's the, the greatest thing about our job, in my opinion, is the people that we get to interact with who I probably would never, ever be able to interact with. You know, I've taught professional athletes. I've played golf with former presidents of countries. I've, been on radio i've been on tv i've stood up in front of large groups and spoke it's been so many opportunities that the game of golf has given me that i would have never ever had a chance to to in, encounter and that's kind of what i tell people who might be interested in getting into this profession or you know again going outside of their comfort zone and doing trying new things is you don't know what doors are going to open because of this and if you're truly passionate and you truly believe in what you're doing, people see that. And people want to be around those type of people. They want to be around energetic, enthusiastic people who are outside thinkers. And that just you know, transcends a whole nother thing. And it keeps rolling and keeps rolling and keeps rolling. And things happen because of that. So you have to be real to yourself, but you also have to understand that nothing great comes from a comfort zone. So put yourself out there. Do a podcast, get on a board, you shoot a video, you know, also like anything you can think of. And uh, you don't know what will happen. So I'm certainly the poster boy for that. You know what? Uh, I'm sure that people listening in some way are going to be inspired by those words that you're willing to share with all of us. So how can we follow you? Are you on social media? What's the easiest way for us to keep in touch with you? And then also add in, um, you know, the different ways that we could follow the New Jersey PGA as the PR chairman. Sure. So I'm on Twitter and Instagram, John Muscari, 
P-G-A-M-A-S-C-A-R-I. Um, I have a YouTube channel that I'm working on as well with some fun content. So, yeah, come by, check me out, give me a follow, give me a like. Uh, I'll be sure to reach back out to you guys. Um, as far as our section, we're all over social media, Facebook uh, at New Jersey PGA, Twitter at New J- NJPGA, Instagram, New Jersey PGA, Flickr. We have the New Jersey PGA app. Uh, we're throwing up social media all over the place here. So come by, check us out, check out our website. Um, there's obviously some tremendous content. Um, you'll get to see the great work that our fellow professionals are doing and for nothing, for, for nothing more than the love of the game, the love of golf in New Jersey and the growth of golf in our area. So I would certainly take five or 10 minutes, jump on uh, NewJerseyPGA.com or jump on one of our social media pages and just give us a check out. All right. We will certainly do that. But there's one more thing that we we've got to do. And, and I think I, I may be able to even to, it sound like in the last break, I could talk you into uh, staying with us for the duration today. But we got to have some fun with you. And you've been here before. So rapid fire is too easy for you. Oh, so um, hope. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 yeah, we're, we're going to do a little uh, would you rather. All right. A little would you rather. We're going to give you some, um, you know, we hit, we hit you earlier with some hot takes. That was kind of like a kind of a warm up here. But um, okay. let's see where let's see where this goes. I, I have no idea where it'll go, but let's see where this goes. All right. Would you rather be able to see one week or one year into the future? One year in your life. Would you rather have a pause button or a rewind button? Rewind. Would you rather win a Stanley Cup or a Masters Green Jacket? Oh, my God. I knew that question was going to be on here today. Man, that's uh, only that's only the third one, John. I know. Okay, It's not going to get any easier. I'm sorry for saying this. A Masters Green Jacket. Oh, oh man. Holy. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, you got to play the Ranger. Oh, yes. Yes. You know it's coming now the world's greatest song <laughs> i hope i hear this song quite a bit <laughs> put it on a repeat all right <laughs> would you rather win a hundred thousand dollars or have your best friend win a million i'd rather have my best friend win a million all right well you just secured another spot on the pro show all right yeah all right man <laughs> would you rather <laughs> would you rather throw out the first pitch at yankee stadium or sing the national anthem at a Rangers game. Oh my God! Throw out the first pitch a thousand times. I can't sing for anything. <laughs> all right. Would Would you rather let someone see all the photos in your phone or read all of the texts? Photos. Would you rather be able to read minds or predict <laughs> the future? Oh, I'd rather read minds. No, that's an easy one. Oh, I got a good one for you here. Would you rather wear clothes that don't match or clothes that don't fit all the time? Don't match. Would you rather have Phil's last year or Tiger's? Wow, that's a tough one. I'd rather have Tiger's. I th- yeah, I think I'd rather have Tiger's. That says a lot right there. Did I get that right? Yeah, I mean, that that says a lot right there, my friend. All right, hold tight. We're going to come back with the weekly update. I'm running into 4 p.m. here, everybody. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. We're coming back up to wrap today's show with a special guest, John Muscari, to help me with the weekly update. Check the cool wax. 
The Max Kellerman Show. You know, there was no one there like, hey, where's that guy we just hired? He just stopped showing up something 15 years ago. So you got to wait. It's 650 Gs. And now he's being sued. I don't know. I, you can't just not show up for work. But, but if he's not, like, doing anything fraudulent and they're just sending him the checks, I mean, why wouldn't he just deposit it in his account? The Max Kellerman Show. Weekdays at 2 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Watch exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. Join the thousands of golfers who already call Stick and Hack their home for the best golf stories, original podcasts, special events, member perks, and an active community of golfers across North America. Up until now, the golf media landscape lived somewhere between straight PGA coverage or idiots wrecking golf carts. We take a different approach by celebrating all sides of golf, life, and all the ways this amazing game connects Sticks and Hacks every day. Your free membership entitles you to discounts from major brands all over the country while connecting you with like-minded golfers for discussion, tips, or even a round of golf. So head to stickandhack.com and enjoy the world's greatest golf club without the course. Get ready for the back nine. As the pro show continues, once again, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Ooh, man, is that hit. Welcome back to the pro show on ESPN 920. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and we are rocking it out on a Friday afternoon. You know what I'll do once I get done tonight? I'll post that podcast up on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere it goes, all those platforms. You know, you want to check us out? You can't? You're not in the area? Yeah, you got it. Man, I'll tell you, this song right here, you got me going here, Mr. Wade Weezer. Yeah, if you want to stream us, 920ESPNNewJersey.com. And if you want to follow all that I'm up to, get to readtheline.com and subscribe. For right now, I need me some Keith Richards, my namesake. You know what? The Rolling Stones have been doing it forever, which reminds me of somebody else. Because over the past 40 years, golfers have inspired TaylorMade to make a lot of great drivers. But as we know, all eventually reach their limit. TaylorMade has been hard at work making the next generation of drivers because where titanium ends, carbon begins. 20 years in the making, the carbon wood ages here. So I need you to head over to TaylorMadeGolf.com and check out the new stealth driver, everybody. Only from TaylorMade. All right, John Mascari, we're going to get some reactions from you here once we get into the update. And we're going to start out with, uh, I have this article here. The RNA doesn't watch Shark Tank. You ready for this, my friend? Okay. All right, here we go. Late last week, Greg Norman, 67 years old, spoke with News Corp in Australia about making a comeback to competitive golf after a 13-year absence with an interest in participating in the Open Championship when it returns to the old course in July. Norman said, I think I could still get in. It's the 150th. I'm a past open champion. I love St. Andrews. I'm going to be in Scotland, right? If there's a moment in time, I'd like to consider going back and teeing off one last time. I think that this would be the place to be. Now, not surprisingly, John, the RNA quickly had a response for Norman, albeit they never used his name directly, but a spokesman released the following statement over the weekend saying, the entry and terms and conditions for the Open stipulate that a champion must be age 60 or under and have won the championship in the previous 10 years. So I don't understand. It it doesn't sound like it's going to work out for him. What do you think about that, John? Uh, That's a uh, no soup for you, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt about that. You know, I, I mean... 
I, I love how he, you know, he's his people said, well, he's not going to try to qualify or anything. You just have to decide. Well, I, I think they right. decided. I mean, like you think they would have known that at least going in, and it's, uh, and it's just an opportunity for him to get in front of a camera or have some news about Greg Norman. So, uh, so sorry. Yeah, the, yeah. The week, the <laughs> weekly update is uh, last year it was Bryson Brooks. This year it's Greg and Phil. It's it's unbelievable. Anyway, all right. How about this one? Tie the knot. Golf's power couple of Dustin Johnson and Paulina Gretzky finally tied the knot. After an eight-year engagement, the two wed this weekend at Blackberry Farm, a five-star hotel in Walland, Tennessee, located roughly three hours outside of Nashville. Ahead of the wedding, Grace Gretzky posted a handwritten note from Johnson on her Instagram story that read, Paulina, you are the love of my life. I'm counting the seconds until I marry you. I love you to the moon and back. XO Dustin. Now, Johnson, 37, and Gretzky, 33, started dating in 2013 and announced their engagement in the summer of that year. They have two sons, seven and four. Uh, Gretzky wore a Vera Wang dress uh, for the reception. and um, However, a majority of the wedding's details were kept private, John. It's just that she posted it to a million people on Instagram. <laughs> right. Yeah. And she had two different dresses as well. Oh, really? I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I didn't see that, no. No. Yeah, but- well... She had two I, mean, I, could, I, I could tell you a little bit about it if you like. No, but I, I, <laughs> one dress and no, I, delete my browsing history now. But <laughs> I, I, I definitely don't need that. But I, what I can tell you is that Brooks Kepka's fiance Jenna Sims was also hot on Instagram this weekend, posting her um, bachelorette party. So. Maybe more on that down the road, a little competition. All right. Speaking of a little competition, we have one coming over at St. Andrews for the 150th Open Championship, right? 300,000 fans are set to attend, according to the RNA, right, with 1.3 million ticket applications. Um, You know, I'd love to know what you think about the fact that two years ago we didn't even have an Open Championship, and now we're going to allow 300,000 people in to St. Andrews in order to watch Tiger walk around. Yeah, it seems like it. It seems like an opportunity to be one of the people who didn't get tickets to that. Yeah. 300,000 people got tickets, and I'm like, oh, sorry, you're 300,001. Maybe next year, sir. Yeah. Um, it, listen, this is an opportunity. Let's let's be honest. This is a uh, a chance for them to sell a lot of stuff. right? If, if there's going to be one golf course that can accommodate that many people, it's probably St. Andrews because of how it's laid out. It's practically a big park. Um, there's space everywhere, but Hey, the more the merrier. It's going to be insane. 300,000 people at a golf tournament. Yeah. Um, Knowledgeable golf fans, nonetheless. And I got one more. And everyone that knows the show knows that I love to do a little J.R. Smith weekly update. Oh, yes. J.R.'s theme song. Well, you know what? This past week, the 36-year-old freshman over there at North Carolina A&T's Aggies, he was named Academic Athlete of the Year, John. So this is one week after he signed with Lululemon. His 4.0 in the fall semester. Um, he's, you know, obviously on the Division One men's golf team, right? What's what's your take on Jr.'s story? I mean, it seems like he's taking it really seriously. You're a Knicks fan. I mean, he wasn't the most serious player then, you know. No. Um, listen, it's it's great that he's serious about it. That's that's the one part that I I do respect. It's promoting the game. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, All right. No, it's, it's it is promoting the game, and he's like you said, he's very serious about it. Well. What a freshman year it was. I can't wait to see what JR has in store for his sophomore campaign. And that's your Pro Show update for the week ending April 29th, 2022. John Muscari, I can't thank you enough for hanging around this afternoon on the Pro Show. Be good, my friend. 
Okay, man. Thank you guys so much and uh, appreciate it. Let's go Rangers. Let's go TaylorMade Golf and the New Jersey Golf Foundation as well. Those are our sponsors. Can't thank them enough for all their support. Next week, like I said, Marina Alex from the LPGA. Wade Weezer, you got your hands full this afternoon, my friend, and I appreciate all that you do. Most importantly, you know I love my listeners. Now, before I go, I'm going to leave you all with one brief thought about reflection. We cannot predict the future, but we can learn from the past. When you look back, do it with a purpose. Reflect, don't regret, and you'll be better prepared for tomorrow. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is The Pro Show. Thanks for joining us for today's show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart returns to the T next Friday at 3 on ESPN 920.